I want to touch on a story that we briefly talked about yesterday, and it was the fact that um, QP Local 2 are not only calling for free public transit with regard to the TTC, but they are calling for a campaign of mass strikes and protests to bring down the premier. Gaetano Franco joins us on the line right now. He's president of QP Local 2. Hi, Gaetano. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm fan- I'm fantastic. Thanks for coming on the program. It, what, first of all, maybe you should tell us who you represent, QP Local 2 represent, in the TTC. Oh, it would be my pleasure. Thank you. So a lot of people, when they hear the TTC or transit workers, they automatically assume, okay, you must be either a bus driver, an operator, you must be part of the ATU-113, and much respect to that union, they are uh, a great part of the TTC. But in fact, there are lots of CUPE, Canadian Union of Public Employee Workers at the TTC, and what we do here for the Toronto Transit Commission, uh, to put it plainly, we're the reason the transit system is a safe way to carry the most precious cargo uh, people, my children, your children, all of us. And what we do uh, uh, specifically is we maintain and we install and we ensure it's in perfect working order all the signaling equipment uh, in the tunnels, all the overhead electrical that runs all the streetcars, all the vital communications uh, apparatus and equipment. There's a sea of fiber optics that runs underneath the city that uh, brings everything and links it together. Every fire alarm, panic alarm, uh, you name it, our transit control, our substations, our power distribution, every aspect of signaling, electrical, communications, overhead, everything imaginable that requires uh, skilled workers to maintain, that's us, that's local too, and proud to be the president of that local. So you're basically um, the nervous system of the CTC. We like to call ourselves the vital link. Okay. And, And it's what literally makes sure that the most vital cargo people reach their destination, uh, destination, whether that's school, a hospital appointment, can reach it safely each and every day. Okay, so... days a year. So you are calling for a campaign of mass strikes and protests. Why? Well, basically, we at QP Local 2, this isn't about our local or what's going on in bargaining right now or our collective agreement. We're about a bigger, broader vision for all of Ontario. And i got to tell you, when I'm speaking to you, I'm not speaking to you solely as the president of my local for my members. I'm speaking to you from my heart as a concerned father. I've lived in this province, in this city, all my life, born and raised here. I have three beautiful daughters, as everybody else in, in, in this province has a similar situation. Uh, I'm concerned about what they're doing. The service cuts across the board not just to the TTC, Uh, hospitals, education, transit. I don't think the premier ran on a campaign that he was going to cut vital services. When you talk about cutting vital services, can you give an example of something? Well, we're seeing uh, very clearly what he's trying to do uh, in, in the hospital sectors, in the school boards, the TTC, our fear specifically, and I'll, and I'll get to it. Yeah, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm, I'm frightened that you're not okay. going to get to your point in enough time because we got to 
We got okay. we're on a, a racetrack here. I'd love to say that we have all day. We don't. Yeah, so we're upset basically about a broader vision, and it's about service cuts, and he's making, he's penalizing the people of Ontario that are not responsible for any defect. Cutting services is not the solution, and we think we have a better plan. Uh, if you could imagine the $6 billion of gridlock caused by, by traffic and the congestion, that's $6 billion. If the transit was available to everybody, um, uh, but it is available when, to everybody. I'm, uh, uh, yes, it is, but at zero cost. If it was a free public transit system, what that would generate for the economy, what that would diminish in terms of the $6 billion in loss due to the constant traffic buildup um, is something that, quite frankly, no party right now uh, is looking at public transit in the right way. Imagine a student can go to their job, a job interview, their doctor's appointment. They would pay. Okay, so let's let's take let's let's take the the scenarios out of it because I'm I'm frightened that in the the flowery terms and scenarios that we're losing the message here because uh, we don't have a lot of time. So let's just talk um, person to person. I'm going to ask you some questions and then we'll just rapid fire here. So the TTC electrical workers, you're calling for free public transit. Um, do you think that the system? as it stands right now, can handle that? Because obviously you're wanting more people on the system. Well, we, what we believe is the increase to the economy and, and the actual growth that you'll see, uh, yes, absolutely, it's something that, that should be looked at, and we should really look at, at the same point, uh, when I go to the hospital, it's covered under OHIP. That's a cost. But the overall uh, difference between that and a private P3 hospital, let's really look at that. And that's what we're saying. Public transit should be free public transit. Everybody should be able to use but if it. Our, but if our system can't, everybody is able to use it right now, but you're saying they're not using it because of cost. But if, but is the transit system big enough to handle everybody using it right now? Because we're hearing about, and you're, you're with the TTC electrical workers, you're their union. We're hearing about people that are getting stuck on platforms waiting for trains, train after train after train. So much so that at rush hour, sometimes people are in stairwells. Well, yes, and there needs to be uh, more growth, absolutely. What's vital to any city, province, is transit. And until we get that across and put real funding into it... But isn't uh, Doug Ford, and I'm not supporting anybody here, I'm just trying to get to the, the crux here, isn't the Premier already saying, yeah, we need a major plan? Didn't he call for that? And he's trying to extend uh, the subway system and the TTC in general? This government is the only one in, in the entire North America that refuses to put real funding in, in uh, uh, operating and maintain. They give us a little bit of money. They try to do uh, uh, some projects, but the funding is not there. Um, absolutely not. And it definitely needs to improve. But moreover, mm-hmm. what is he going to do with the transit? He wants to do what? Privatize it? Possibly. Uh, using P3s. So it's interesting, but I'd like to point out, and a lot of people may not realize, in Bill 107, what he introduced, in that deep legislation, it actually says we don't have to follow any environmental laws, any Mm -hmm. OSHA regulations, anything at all that stands in their way. And that's interesting because one thing that hasn't come up is the safety, the precious cargo. 
So if you're writing legislation that says, I can build it, upload it, do whatever I want with the transit, and I can ignore what every other government has put in place as vital safety pieces of legislation, environmental laws, OSHA, uh, why is he saying he can completely ignore that to do what he wants? We're speaking with Guy Tano Franco, who's the president of QP Local uh, 2. And I get Tano, I know you're passionate about this and, and you have a lot to say, but you are planning a campaign of mass strikes and protests to bring down Doug Ford, you say. Um, are you getting support from other unions or drivers and operators supporting your strike? Well, I'll tell you, we're part of the Ontario Federation of Labor. There is one million people under that organization, which we're part, uh, proud to be a part of. It's, it's very clear to me that Doug Ford has created such a hornet's nest where he's, he's suggesting, I believe, the writing's on the wall, some serious cuts to service, not keeping the same level of service or better and making it more efficient. His answer is simply cutting the service. So I guess that's a question you're going to have to ask Doug Ford. All right, well, you know. You know what? Uh, he listens to the show. Great. I'm and glad to hear it. He and does, he does listen to the show. show. He's called in several times. He's called in on me two times where I've, I've, I have not expected. You know, we've not uh, put together an interview like we did with you. We, we haven't scheduled it. He's called in, so maybe he'll call in and respond to that. But I want to ask you, when do you uh, figure you're going to start with these strikes? Well, at the end of the day, again, this is a vision. And um, what we're saying is it's a broader vision for the people of Ontario. It's bigger than just local, too. It's about the disadvantaged people across the province, cuts to every sector. Again, you're going to have to ask Mr. Doug Ford, is he actually listening to the people that are saying we do not want the cuts? And what's going to happen as a result? Ask Mr. Doug Ford if he's really listening to the people. All right. I appreciate your time today, Gaetano. Thanks for being here. It was my pleasure, and thank you for having me. All right. That is uh, Gaetano Franco, president of QP Local 2. And, you know, Doug Ford has said before he's going to go tough with the unions. And so is this the unions now saying, oh, yeah? Okay, we'll show you tough. I still don't understand what Gaetano actually is is wanting, if we're able to sustain that, and if, you know, the strikes are going to be just across the TTC or broader. There's a big question mark.